listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Niggas will lose their mind for it, wine for it, dine for it, pussy. Spend time for it, see no color line for it, pussy. Double pack handicap and go blind for it, pussy. Pussy get endless prisoners, pussy always revenging. A pussy is calculating, a pussy is rather dangerous. Pussy can be so facetious, the heavyweight champ. Pussy is so undefeated, let's amen to that. I mean the pump fakes on Facebook and the screw face when they look. Won't get you no pussy, I mean the fake chains and the gold names, the insecure to reassure you not to get pussy. <gasps> you I know. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> he got some lungs. You overcompensate too much for the pussy. You like to throw all types of shade for the pussy. See, that's what pussy niggas do. I know the ways of the pussy. Y'all see pussy looking at you. How many niggas get mistaken for clitoris in a day? How many sentiments you make before running pussy away? How many times she gonna tell you that dick is disposable? But if she fuck a young nigga like me, it's over for you. Solana middle fingers are speaking truth. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. But a bum nigga like you would try it um you can find us on itunes and stitcher search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we do have twitter accounts yes we forget to plug them all the time or i do rodimus prime is my twitter account uh you can catch me on there filling up your feed with nonsense Karen, mine is say that again that as in d-a-t and um the show twitter is tbgwt so and it's pretty much tbgwt everywhere so Mm -hmm. instagram everywhere yeah um so yeah make sure you check all that out the black guy who tips dot com is where you can go for the central hub of the podcast. Sign up to be premium. Listen to all the shows from there. They're on the website for free. Not the premium shows, but the like archives of our actual shows. Mm-hmm. Search any episode and hit the play button right beneath the poll. Um, I already said the official weapon, the official weapon and stuff. The taser. And the unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Today's podcast brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Shadow Doll Productions has a YouTube page. Go to youtube.com slash Shadow Doll Productions. Uh, and just, you know, hook them up, man. Like, click things, like things, share their videos. I mean, it's very easy. Um, and, uh, we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get into the show. Um, uh, all kinds of news is happening. Okay. Um, the, this one is kind of a, a wild, scary one so uh i I was gonna put this in guest stories but i'm not even really gonna joke about it okay uh just because of some of the comments i've seen around this story okay so there was this uh black dude who apparently was a serial killer in like the new york area new york city area i believe mm-hmm. um and he killed like seven women mm-hmm. um yeah um he was arrested in connection with the death of several women he met on online dating sites oh wait i'm sorry los angeles i said new york anyway drayton was arrested by a los angeles police department after being linked to several rape and murder cases investigators believe drayton used dating websites to hook up with unsuspecting women who he rapes and sometimes murders authorities claim investigations have linked drayton to as many as seven murders with the pattern being the same uh he hails from connecticut he was arrested after being found wanting in the murder of a practicing nurse who was found dead her new york city home also i guess he fled to los angeles or something mm. okay but that was july 17th that they found her dead the nurse was identified as samantha stewart 29 years old uh it was further reported that the police that stewart was reported dead after being in close contact with a man she met on the dating app tinder 
um he's currently behind bars his bail is set for 1.25 million after he's arrested in north hollywood on tuesday july 24th for attempted murder penetration with a foreign object and false imprisonment after a woman was found locked up and battered in the area Mm. yeah um and this dude was like a bit of a chameleon quote unquote um like they have uh they talked to one of the women who um had met like met him you know um he seemed like a good he seemed nice a good listener who's interested in her work with the disabled Zinnia barney 26 met danielle drayton in the uh dating app plenty of fish november 2017 he wooed her with his big vocabulary and ability to fix cars there weren't any issues nothing awkward she said in an exclusive interview with the daily news he was a cool guy but in the end he slashed her tires threatened to cut her brake lines and tried to strangle her in the parking in a park in ingle in inwood li not far from her home long island i guess um she was one of the lucky ones yeah uh, listen men are fucking dangerous yes they are and just the idea of being around dating men means you enter into this like russian roulette with these with just men like you really don't know who the fucking dangerous ones are and our obsession with blaming women for whatever happens to them lets men off the hook we consistently do well you gotta be careful sis you never know who you're dating you know shit like that as opposed to like yo are y'all checking on your homeboys who's this dude's friends who's like who raised this guy you know these questions um i mean he might just be batshit crazy and a serial killer i'm not trying to say that every man is like this but just the commentary i've seen around this shit is not is bigger than him of course people that claim to not be crazy have been trying to find ways to put women to say women are the issue in this in these stories like what what's wrong with these women you know as opposed to this dude you know when people talk about rape culture this is what they're talking about Mm -hmm. you know the fact that we can take a story where a guy has assaulted and killed multiple women and go somehow some way this is still on women as uh the brand to as as their fault um so yeah um he's a confessed serial killer so there's no ambiguity here um he pleaded guilty monday to, to charges he raped and attempted to kill a 28 year old woman who he held cap captive july 23rd in north hollywood california barney's close call came june 13th when drayton um um okay when drayton told her he was moving west to california they dated for six months and drayton wanted to see her one last time so they had dated who knows how many other women he had he was capable of dating people like it wasn't simply just tender or whatever they met at chipotle for lunch drayton didn't eat he asked me are you seeing anyone she told him she wasn't and he seemed to accept that then they drove around the car for a while till she told him she had errands to run he was like can i chill with you the whole day i said no so he said take me to the park i have to get a bag of clothes what he said he left a bag in inwood park long island across to make a bay from kennedy airport to pick her up later i parked my car at the entrance of the park i put my car in drive my seatbelt was still on door still locked then i told him to go he looked at me and said so we're really not going to go get back together you don't ever see a future barney said it was time to put a foot down it was time for her to break off with him for good my tone probably a little aggressive i was being firm drayton got out the car but then paul started digging around his pockets pretending he lost his phone charger i don't know she said i gotta go can you close the door that's when he jumped her 
he just hopped across into my car both knees on my knees and started strangling me everything happened so fast he was chucking me saying fucking bitch i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill you no no i told you it's just me and you as barney struggled for breath her mind switched to survival mode she unfastened the seatbelt, tried to open the car door that's when he grabbed the door tried to close it but he had one hand on my throat she said she finally threw herself out of the vehicle three factory workers passing by saw her and asked if everything was all right no he's trying to kill me the man pulled drayton off of her and called the police drayton wasn't arrested for reasons that remain unclear how the fuck could the police not arrest somebody that tried to kill somebody in with three witnesses because you know how a lot of times they'd be like well that's just y'all problems you know because that's how they treat shit like that they 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 treat it like we didn't witness it so mm-hmm. you know couples just fight yeah you had three men there to witness it so you know that totally that normally meets the requirements right well hey it's three men so clearly things must be serious does he have any connections like who is he i mean you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. for them to be like fucking we ain't pressing no charges yeah you never really see this um at least i mean i shouldn't say you never see this maybe it happens all the time and we're just not privy of it with the lives we lead correct but but maybe this is a a constant thing that you know people are you know we always say call the police report shit and maybe people are reporting it and this is still the answer you're getting from folks correct and it's also one of the things too you know the victim was a black woman and you know when brown women get abused it's not taking it seriously either right it could be yeah it could be as simple as that um so then he wasn't arrested police took barney back to her apartment she ran inside packed the bags left home with a three-year-old son she was afraid drayton would come back looking for her she was right to fear him the next day he kept calling me kept popping up by my house telling me he was going to kill my son he slashed her tires threatened to cut her brake line all the while messaging her online i'm going to set your car on fire you mad you mad the first dates didn't pretend violence he seemed nice he was a good listener i don't know if he was pretending but he would act like he was interested in what i do for a living and he was charming his vocabulary is very expensive the way he carried conversations he would draw you draw you more into him police say drayton met women on dating sites and apps like tinder and plenty of fish he lived in connecticut and she lived in long island so it was a month before they met needed a new motor for my 2003 nissan murano she said she he knew somebody who could fix oh he said he knew somebody who could fix it that i could pay a cheaper price so i drove to connecticut they ended up hitting it off and they spent the night talking it wasn't intimate we were just laughing and talking the whole time despite the distance between them they started dating everything seemed to go well until april we had a fallout because he was using plenty of fish and he was talking to another woman from brooklyn he left the car he left the phone in the car and it started ringing and this girl's name sherry came up so i answered it and it was another woman she wasn't going to put up with that so she broke up with him because she caught him quote unquote cheating mm-hmm. that's why i drew the line i told him we could be friends from here but just to be honest with me he was like oh it was nothing it was just a girl from brooklyn she wasn't convinced she broke it off but promised they could stay friends but drayton wouldn't take no for an answer he was still trying to get me in his mind he was thinking he could still we could still get back together so he would do anything and everything he would pop over my house buy me a suitcase full of sneakers give me money to pay my bills but barney believed the relationship was over she tried to let him down slowly here's another thing up even if he wouldn't have been a serial killer this behavior is not that uncommon in a lot of dudes no it's not like this whole this whole i don't take no for an answer i'm gonna be persistent 
you belong to me type of behavior that shit ain't that far-fetched mm-hmm. every woman you know has a story of some nigga like this uh, a lot of dudes feel like once i put my dick in you it's ownership and you like don't own me even married couples you don't own each other you are individuals and if one party decides to leave that's their choice right um <clears throat> he took my landlord's ladder and tried to climb through my window he would act like he was doing stuff to my car so i would come outside and he could see me but it, i didn't budge so he's a full-blown stalker at this point police finally arrested him for assaulting barney on june 30th and charged him with strangulation and criminal trespass he was ordered and held on bail for two thousand dollars but on july 5th the county officials let him go no one told barney he'd been freed they just let him go didn't warn her that we just let this dude go right i was shocked he was released drayton had eluded authorities before weeks before samantha the samantha stewart killing he had skipped meetings with his connecticut probation officer required as part of his sentence on harassment charges drayton served four and a half years of connecticut prison on charges including second degree strangulation unlawful restraint and violating a restraining order yeah if you know the dude's real name and shit like this is so fucking scary that he's using his real name and still able to get access to all these people and he got that on his on his books like wow they should have never released him after everything he did barney said the man showed every sign of aggression i was so hurt he was around my family he introduced me i was friends in connecticut but she never saw it coming they said he was a stand-up guy she said of course because a lot and then a lot of times the thing about people that are like this they're not like this to everybody so that's why you have people coming out the woodworks he's such a nice but but baby he not whooping your ass he not beating you he not strangling you you do not know what people do behind closed doors you know and a lot of times they do this just for the cover because it's people's first instinct to come out and just assume that everybody that they meet is a nice person but you don't know people like you really don't know people uh particularly somebody that um you don't have a real close relationship a lot of times people that come out just friends sometimes they're family but even your family members they don't really know what you do outside of the interaction that they have with you Mm -hmm. and you know like i said some of the commentary around it was weird um just listening to to people talk about it that were especially men trying to be on some like this why you gotta be careful who you dating and women y'all need to do this and be nice and shit like that yeah that, was, that be nice shit kiss my ass with that kiss my motherfucking whole ass i don't have to be fucking nice to nobody i don't have to be nice and my thing is it's funny though when it comes to that because you're basically telling me not to hurt your fucking feelings not to tell you no that's basically what you're saying you're saying that as a woman you don't have a right to tell a man that he does not have access to you as a woman you don't have the right to tell a man to get off me leave me alone you don't have the right to and sometimes in some situations you have to uh as a woman which is sad you have to be aggressive and mean looking get the ugly face at some dudes because you start smiling as a fucking invitation for them to come over when you don't want to be bothered you know like you know like i i say yesterday how i'm not yesterday but how i said on the show before how black people just want to live sometimes women just want to live they just want to walk the fucking street and not be bothered yes she got a big ass and nice titties and and thighs and yes she's in her yoga pants but you know what she wants to walk down street and my her fucking business and she didn't ask you to come over there and bother her also you're talking about a fucking serial killer right i mean not 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 to 
not to say that there's other situations where it's more reasonable because i don't think it's reasonable with street harassment and nobody owes you kindness for whatever mm-hmm. the fuck for the fact that you're a man and you walk over to him right and i do understand there are some women that are rude quote unquote and it has not like that has no bearing on anything like yes a woman can be rude mm-hmm. that but the idea of bringing that up while you're talking about a fucking serial killer you talking about someone that kills people threatens people stalks people violently beats people and rapes people and you're going be nice for what to make myself better prey right right right. and you let this be the other way around you let him you let this dude go and friend straight dudes and 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 rape them and fuck them up you know what dudes be like i fucked that nigga up i you you would never put your hands on me but you want me to be nice nigga fuck you it's like saying hey look when you go into when you're dealing with a lion just slather yourself in barbecue sauce don't don't fight it you know (laughs) just let just get it over with like get the fuck out of here so one post i saw this dude deleted his whole account uh, i'm assuming it's a dude but it had there was this 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 facebook page called higher ex offenders ministries with a picture of martin luther king and his mugshot basically you would i would imagine their page is about hey people have committed crimes it doesn't mean they can't be a part of society it doesn't mean they should not be able to be hired things that given a second chance things of this nature I believe in all those things i do i honestly do um the problem is when you go outside of your lane so he posted the picture of the of the serial killer dude in this story and said not making excuses for his alleged crimes but so already right there you done fucked up Mm mm-hmm what could possibly come after that that is worth hearing nothing there should be a little voice in your head stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous what the crap that should have been a little voice that just said that Mm-hmm. This, this, you know what nah no i'm not gonna say <laughs> let it. me delete this post i probably can't come up with a good defense Mm-mm. but instead not making excuses for his alleged crimes but this is a post this post is just a reminder to be nice when dating there are women who will allow a man to spend big money buy her expensive drinks and dinners and then give him the wrong phone number and laugh about it with her girlfriends or publicly make fun of his sexual performance after he's done so much for her first of all i feel like you're telling on yourself yeah and you feel like insecure and fucking ownership you know women give wrong numbers for fucking safety too right keep in mind we never have these conversations with men right 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 away be nice when dating is to women correct and you're talking about a serial killer who killed the women right you know how many fucking men are rude to fucking women all the time or talk or talk about women right they back after they fuck them and shit come on they be all greasy to women throwing drinks on women and shit like that come on dog i mean if we gonna talk about be nice be nice needs to go both fucking ways too right that's only a that's only a woman thing men don't don't do this okay um also if you read the story the dude spent money on her after cheating on her essentially and she it didn't say she accepted any of this shit like she didn't make him she said i want to break up i don't want to be with you and he was like let me buy you a box of shoes let me try to pay your rent you need some help with that car and she's like no and you're sitting up here going why 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 would you let him buy you a drink 
because i didn't know he was fucking crazy at first that's not how the crazy works no like they show up to the first date and go ah i'm gonna kill you like they like what the fuck yeah it, it, it never works like that and it's and it's amazing because i've realized that some people i've come to the understanding that some people do not know how abusive people function <laughs> they act like it's a jump out the bush the first day i meet you you're like i'm gonna fuck you up bitch it never ever 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 works like that men are fucking scary man right it's and, not just him it's the people of defending him of trying to find some way to talk about him and go but but i'm not you know i'm not no offense but he got a point type shit and you're like why are there even men who think like that correct we can't draw the line at serial killer are any of y'all sitting around thinking jeffrey Dahmer was cool he ate a bunch of black dudes dicks and brains and shit and i've never seen any black man make any argument even with those being gay black men i haven't seen any black man ever make this argument like well look man they just need to be more careful who they dating because it's like oh nigga that could have been me i don't know that's that dude was just crazy right. when it could have been you for some reason the attitude changes when when you know that you'll never be the victim you don't give a fuck all right they act like the dude shows up and he's like oh fava beans and a nice chianti <laughs> right like on the first date like nigga you don't know that's what's scary about men you don't fucking know nope like all the fucking like imagine think about how men talk about crazy women right i'm not saying there's no crazy women i'm saying if a man has a run-in with a woman who does something like pop up at his job or um stalks him or threatens him or something we talk about them women at like the fucking devil like they er, infamously like they will tell complete strangers like oh you know that bitch crazy like we will they will do that but when the shoe is on the other foot we will make every excuse for that dude well maybe you shouldn't have went out with him well i didn't know he was gonna stalk me i wouldn't have if i had fucking a time machine if i would have known you know nobody ever seems to talk about how much cruelty on dates can trigger a man into wanting to get some cruel revenge against women that sounds like a him problem not a me problem cruelty on dates so were all seven of these women cruel to him that he killed is that the story we're running with because you're already giving him some logic to his point of view an empathy for him that you do not do not provide for for women Mm -mm. after all when women commit violent crimes against men everybody says he must have did something to deserve it and he put the shrug emoji uh all jokes aside there are women that violently kill men don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong but most women most i watch snap and some of these other shows most of the time we we kill men but we keep we don't a lot of times violence is, is the last result let me us. you know what let me just clarify it for you let me just clean it up okay before we even get into all that with justifying when women kill men and shit it's not about justifying them no it's not it's power dynamics right it's the same reason and all these niggas can understand which is why i'm not even trying to fucking have it out with the especially i'm talking specifically to black men in this in this instance the same reason y'all pulled for oj it's not even deep you don't even have to get into oh let me explain why when the women do it the same reason y'all knew oj killed them people and went ha ha he got away with one is the same reason that snapped exists and nobody's fucking offended because everybody's like i mean men kill women every day three and four times a fucking day in america come on in domestic violence situations um if a woman kills a man in a domestic situation and it happens 
so few times you can literally make an hour documentary about each one then it might be a little different it might be received a little differently not saying that it's okay obviously they go to jail they have the shows aren't the show isn't called snap our heroes it's snap this woman went crazy and snapped but it's something about the fact that men are so fucking fragile because of our privilege that we're like but it has to be fair you need to feel the same way when it happens to me it's like that's not how that happens because you don't provide that empathy and sympathy ever for the for women that go through this shit it's always their fault why'd you date them why'd you go out with them why'd you what were you wearing why'd you go over there what why were you at that part of town why was it it was so late it's always some reason and like one dude was in my mentions over this shit talking about um yeah i understand where he coming from but you can't just be killing bitches and i said what you're saying is not really much better than what that dude said that you claim is wrong and so his defense after going back for back and forth for a while was well i'm 21 i said but you 21 and you already know better this is not that thing where you go i'm 21 i didn't know better and then once i learned better i stopped acting like that no you're saying i'm 21 so i'm just gonna call women bitches even in the situation where i'm talking about um women being killed and how it's wrong to do it i'm gonna be like i have to add that part in there because and that's that that's the masculinity that we are like boxed into that a lot of men willingly inhabit and that is that part of that masculinity because what he want what he wanted to say in my mind is this is wrong it's appalling it's scary um and um i've been and i've had things happen to me on dates with women where i felt it was rude or wrong or disrespectful or whatever but you can't be out here doing what this dude is doing and that's what you just said he could have said that but that mask that 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 wall you have to put up so that you can get that that dap from your brothers is this wall of misogyny and um disrespect towards women and violence so you have to be like i mean you can't be killing bitches and it's like well you just defeated your whole fucking point yes you did like there was another way to phrase that and everybody would be like well yeah because i don't think you know underlying all this shit for a lot of men is this fragility this hurt a lot of men get hurt and they don't have the tools to deal with being hurt despite despite being coddled from birth for most of us we don't have the tools we never really get the tools we kind of farm out our mental health to the women and other people in our lives like mm-hmm. and let them have to deal with the aftermath of right. you being fucked up right so we don't even have the tools to be like this woman really hurt my feelings i a lot of people can identify with you got your feelings hurt right men and guess what surprisingly men women non-binary people of all genders every human being on this earth you make it to a certain age you are going to get your feelings hurt romantically at some point we can all relate to that shit if you don't try to hide it behind a veneer of i'm such a cool unbothered unemotionless man then you find out the whole world can open up to you but men specifically and you know and i'm not saying it's just like on men i think society has done this right but men specifically are not supposed to feel so if a woman does some wild shit like i don't know you pay for dinner or whatever and then she leaves before you can even finish whatever i don't know like she gets a call from another nigga and goes i got a dick appointment by and leaves in the middle of dinner 
your feelings might be hurt that's not an unreasonable thing to be hurt by and if it happened to the other way around i'm sure that person would be hurt is being hurt isn't the problem Mm-mm. what happens is men use hurt as a license to be violent a license to be emotionally abusive a license to be physically abusive a license to sexually assault people it becomes this whole other fucking thing because we refuse to deal with our hurt by going home and listening to john mayer and crying or some shit Come or on a drake or whatever it is you listen to calling your homeboy and be like can we go out for a drink and crying on his shoulder or some shit mm-hmm. we don't do that part so we do the if we go talk to our homeboys you know we say man these bitches ain't shit these fucking you know that's what's wrong with hoes and we don't have that extra tool of like nah i should probably just need to cry about this shit or be mad and block it on twitter or whatever and just let it let that let that go you know what i mean and i think a lot of times for self-protection for one and then also slightly yes because of gender wars people don't really want to see men complain about shit like that even if they're putting it in a reasonable way because our society hasn't prepared us for that shit either because normally we're used to men lashing out correct so that dude water be like yo man i got my feelings hurt this girl just dipped in me in the middle of a date we would be like oh you bitch ass nigga a lot of people would be like that like oh this old bitch ass nigga oh so you got her on a date well let me tell you what happened to me in 87 i was strangled you know and it's like well, uh-huh. well damn now uh-huh. now we've made it so that we've basically re-encouraged that person to bottle that shit up which i don't think is healthy no you know but i don't think it's necessarily comparable as far as like saying it's one-to-one women have a much harrowing experience when dealing with dating men if they're date if they're inclined to date men then the other way around it's the truth you know and you have to learn how to you can voice these things but you have to be careful how you voice them and shit and instead you got men doing stuff like caping for a serial killer rather than to be like this dude was crazy and there's nothing any woman could have done i'm just glad they caught him like who knows especially when somebody's capable of faking sincerity like that like capable of faking the i'm a good guy shit like that's the scariest kind of person in the world so yeah i I, it was just that was that was scary i don't know if all the women he targeted were black and brown but i know at least a few of them were from the pictures and shit so you know maybe that's why he even got away with seven Mm-hmm. so i don't know um uh, you need me to invite you back on screen or something uh, i've been trying to come back on the computer cutting up i had to reboot it okay all right i just saw you looking at me like you was gonna say something mm-hmm. okay all right well did you have anything else to add to that or are you good overall i'm good is on some of those things too to win you know because there are a lot of hurt dudes and dudes do express their sadness and most women don't mind dudes expressing their sadness the problem is that when dudes express their sadness sometimes their sadness is even misogynistic Mm. where their sadness is actually um presented in a manner where it comes off as still you bitches you know what i'm saying like it's okay to be hurt but like like the nerd dudes for example you know and, and not all but you know how you know some periodically that come out of woodworks and they'll talk about you know these things that happened to them when they was younger nope not a problem with that because it comes from hurt it comes from pain people understand that but when you take that hurt and pain and you still quote-unquote lashing out online to all the other women that quote-unquote didn't pick you and didn't choose you those women ain't got nothing to do with that one woman <laughs> yeah and and, and so 
the extreme of this man is a, he's a serial killer and a rapist right there's a lot of abusive shit that happens along that spectrum that is not those specific criminal acts that is just as fucking scary right think about all the stalking shit he got to do before he was arrested they arrested him they let him go they caught him strangling her they didn't even arrest him right away he stalked her he damaged her car he threatened the life of her son these are all digital digital traceable things they let him out of jail they didn't even tell her and she's just one woman he killed seven women that we know of (laughs) right she's just one in between all that there's seven other people he actually killed you know like this is like if how the fuck are we supposed to act like women aren't supposed to be scared of us right you know like oh i can't believe these bitches on these dates i remember people got mad at a woman who tweeted that she took a picture of a man's um license plate and sent it to her friend Mm -hmm. for going on a date a lot of women do that for safety reasons you have to and she and the dude got offended and people online were offended too why are you going on a date if i don't trust you niggas date one i don't trust you right how am i supposed to trust you and i've had somebody uh tell me about a story like that they were saying that uh they had uh went out with somebody and they had took a picture of his tag and the, uh, the person the dude copped the attitude they was like well i guess we won't be going dating and they left and when it happens the other way you don't take a picture or anything you don't tell your friend and something happens to her what do we say what's wrong with her she's stupid why did you trust that dude right and then come to find out the person that copped out to with her uh, 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 a week or two later he ended up raping somebody so she was just like no i will take pictures of your tag it put like this if you don't have nothing to hide you don't care nothing about that yes i want people to know what car you're driving your tag yes i want people to know you know and then people wonder why women have these tactics that they use and dudes want to act like there's something wrong with quote unquote them bitches for using tactics like having two telephone numbers yeah you got your regular telephone number but then you got a google number because you give them that number niggas will call that number so you have that that number forwarded to your phone so when they call yes it will ring but when push come to shove i don't want to bother with you i don't have to pick it up because it's not my real telephone number shit like that you know um and then you wonder why uh women do tactics like are always in groups never walk alone you know you have to use these type of tactics because i don't know what kind of dude that i'm facing with and i'm coming up against and you know dudes as a whole have a pack mentality and because they don't do it and their friends don't do it and they start defending and then they look at me like i'm crazy when i just accuse everybody in the group of doing the same thing just like we accuse the police you know it's the same thing you know uh but you know when it's quote-unquote men you get in your feelings and all of a sudden you know almost like when when you call a white person white you're like oh my gosh how dare you when you know you have to look at the reality of it yeah it's it's, yeah it's it's really scary um you don't know these niggas Mm -hmm. And, and and the thing is if you something happens to you it will be blamed on the woman yes so so we don't even have like a fair society where they would go what well, that dude was the problem why, why was he on these streets what was what was going on who enabled this guy to be violent and like be like this no it's the woman 
so it's, it's funny the main people that it, i guarantee you that fucking um uh higher ex-offender ministries dude i will bet you money he would be pissed if he heard somebody say men are trash i guarantee you and yet what was his description if not the exact reasoning for why men are trash if you are rude out you might get killed and raped so don't be rude on dates don't let him buy you some food and then say that his sex isn't good because that might lead to a serial killer or something and that's okay like i I mean he shouldn't kill him but you know i'm just saying all his reasons were valid Mm-mm. but he shouldn't have did it you can't explain crazy baby but then you would turn around and be like i can't i'm so offended y'all would say black men are the white people or black people i'm so offended you would say men are trash i'm so offended you say that's black male privilege i'm so offended at you why would you say something like that because nobody's justifying the shit the other way there's not there's not even a thing that exists like this by the way the other way there is no counterfactual of there's this woman that went on date with men and killed seven of them because um she just was uh you know tired of tired of uh them having attitudes that you got not tired even, of that shit there's there's not there's never been a counterfactual i mean i'm honey dudes don't fail to realize honey and i think that um like i said similar to white people you fear that if women was in the place where they had the power they would do the same thing that y'all do to them and that's why a lot of men panic yeah you can never know these motherfuckers that's just correct the, the truth of the matter is and i've recognized that in my own life like i understand that a lot of my friendships have a there's like a ceiling to the friendship because i'm a man they're a woman and i don't blame them to not trust niggas like that like i will never be offended at any of that shit like if it's like well i don't want to come over there because it might be alone i'm like you know what that's a valid fucking point um like uh can you wait till uh we can go out with karen or something like i'm fine with that or we you know i understand that shit you know um because motherfuckers are creepy come on and you don't know like i know men because i'm a man and i've i that's the socialized group i've been around my whole life so i've seen the depraved shit that niggas can do you know what i mean i've heard the stories and shit and and then also being friends with a lot of women i've heard the other side of the story which is oh that dude that you think is cool yeah he just sent me his dick randomly one day uh my direct message i'm like what, what the fuck like unprovoked yeah and i've never been like he would never do that i'm just always kind of like what wow you just never fucking know these niggas mm-hmm. so you can't blame anybody but yet somehow the blame always goes to the woman when they do bring up some blame it's never to the dude for like what the fuck are you doing being creepy you know it's always to the woman for like what you doing let him dm you a dm <sighs> that i didn't ask for no request right uh gun rights activists post plans for 3d firearms after judge orders a judge's order blocking them a coalition of gun rights advocate uh challenged a federal judge's order uh temporarily barring a texas company from publishing blueprints on the web to make untraceable 3d printed guns by publishing similar blueprints itself on tuesday saying such publications were protected by the first amendment this whole thing is some motherfucking bullshit because this came up underneath the obama administration and obama was like the hell you is no like he was like y'all would not be doing this no mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> trump came along and basically made a deal with the people and basically allowed them to do this and that's why they doing it what scares me is you would think like the nra or these gun companies would be fighting this kind of shit right because don't you want them to buy the real guns 
but it don't seem like they are which i mean i don't know it's just the love of guns it is it because i mean obviously this is going to make it incredibly hard to keep guns out of the arms of people that you claim you know hey all these laws we have on the books that make guns safe in america quote unquote keeping the guns out of the hands of bad guys which we already do a shitty job of well now you got untraceable guns you can print in your own house yeah and so now as a nigga i gotta be afraid of real bullets and 3d bullets fuck you during the obama administration publication for plans for 3d guns was barred under the interpretation of federal exports law that banned foreign distribution of firearms defense distributed uh challenged the interpretation in june the state department reversed the course it issued a letter last week agreeing to make such blueprints public didn't violate the export law in a seven-page ruling issued tuesday in seattle last nick acknowledged that the first second and fifth amendments to the constitution raised legitimate questions about banning publication but last nick wrote that it was up to the courts to rule on those issues and that in the meantime the eight state attorneys generals who have sued to make the ban permanent are likely to suffer irreparable harm in the absence of preliminary relief he scheduled another hearing august 10th in response five gun rights activist groups based in california and washington state uh posted a website called code is free speech along with what it advertised were CAD blueprints um, for several high power firearms including the AR-15 semi-automatic rifle, the AR-10 battle rifle, and the Beretta 92FS semi-automatic pistol. That you can make a 3D print of, right? Yes. They're going to make 3D guns that are this way. And and my thing is this, so what happened when people start shooting each other with these untraceable guns? Cause that's what's gonna happen right right, right. like like that's what's gonna happen what, what how do you ha- even do ballistics tests for these right what what happened the first time somebody gets mad at somebody because they ran a stop sign or they have a wreck and they come out bucking this fake gun yep some people say stuff like it may not work but what if it does work it only gotta work one time Ooh. technically what if it doesn't work it blows up and hurts somebody yeah who's gonna be who who's gonna be held accountable who's gonna be like what are the logistics like y'all don't even have y'all don't even have good laws on real fucking guns right what if um somebody fucking um uh plants one of these on somebody or somebody tries to take one of these in the airport or some shit Get or somebody tries to bring this in the club where you know a metal detector can't detect it necessarily right. like it's just a bunch of questions that we just don't need and i mean i understand it's just a drop in the bucket compared to how easy it is to get real guns for regular people but i don't understand why we would go well since we fucked that up let's continue to fuck up it seems kind of counterproductive but that's just my thinking right and like you say the nra should be like oh hell no we want the money for the real guns and the real bullets that's like what you would it, think. It, 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 it for, from their perspective it doesn't make more it doesn't make any uh financial and fiscal sense that's what you would think man uh blind exeter man accidentally grabs a huge python after it slithers out of his bath to a bath uh out of his toilet oh stewart was completely oblivious to the danger even attempting to pick up the python assuming it was insulation <gasps> a blind exeter man was spoke uh has spoken to his, uh spoken of his complete and utter shock after an eight foot python slid through the plumbing of his bath to, uh bathroom and into his bath oh wait through the plumbing of his loo and into his bathroom the terrifying ordeal happened last sunday 
um and because of his disability Stuart sanders is mostly oblivious to the silent danger lurking inside his market street flat in the city center oh because oh, he couldn't see it i think we just found our script if chris is listening to this come on i think we found the hook for toilet snakes that this, this i can't wait for this movie this now takes us over the edge into what we really need to see okay toilet snakes the protagonist can't see the snake uh and worryingly where reticulated python which at full size can be deadly can be deadly came from uh, remains a complete mystery so they don't even know where it came from stewart who's been blind since birth explained to devon live uh or maybe live how the incredible scenes unfolded around 10 p.m i was laying on my reclining chair listening to music with the next minute i heard crash crash and things again falling in the bathroom Oh, shit. After Ryla went to the bathroom to pick them up, I thought the wind or the window may have blown them over. A toothbrush, a glass, a bottle of bleach, shampoo, it all falling down. When I picked them up, I noticed the thing on the floor was it, like insulation had come up. I went forward and, uh, and picked it up, but it was too heavy. I rang my support worker on the intercom and said, I've got a bit of a mess over. They came and they and said, you got a snake in your bathroom. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he called for help going i can't pick this up and it was like baby this is bigger you you didn't realize it and it left the bathroom in an awful mess with grunge on the wall the whole bathroom had to be deep clean before the incident stewart had never even handled a reptile even knowingly wow um i have never ever had a snake in my bathroom i was so amazed i thought how did it get there Stewart's friend and social worker Jason was absolutely gobsmacked by the discovery. He said, I walked in, I opened the door thinking of a bottle of bleach had fallen on the floor or something, and there was this massive snake curled up. I had to actually walk in and out again because I just could not believe it. Nearby, Exeter Exotics is now looking after the python. It's not the first time python has ter- terrified shock residents of Exeter. In August last year, the escape of a 14-foot African rock python called Satan prompted the evacuation of a block of flats in hill barton i know the fuck it did and a lot of times people get these animals as pets and then don't want them no more and put them down the drain or or dump them and they just grow and get big the snake was eventually found by its 20 year old owner with the assistance of a fire service snake eye cameras and local reptile experts one petrified resident karen turner described the ordeal as unreal she said she was woken by samuel banging on the door shortly after midnight the lad who owns it said he had the snake in the bath because it had recently shed his skin he told me he had taken his eyes off of it for five minutes and when he returned and went uh behind it went behind the loo and into the building i have just had four teeth out and i was on anesthetic so it was almost like i couldn't panic instead i grabbed my quilt went and slept in my car there was no way i was standing there come on uh stupid i stupidly sat there and googled the snake it's rare but they have been known to hunt humans and it's known as an aggressive snake which is hard to handle damn Mm -mm. he found a snake i found a cricket in mine one time like i went to the bathroom and i wasn't paying no attention i went to the bathroom pissed looked down and there was a cricket hopping in there well he got pissed on him and i flushed his ass right on back down toilet where he came from Mm. yeah and the cricket was enough yeah how do snakes even breathe in the in the sewer pipes to make it back out that's wild man i don't know how that works but that's scary um all right let's talk about other news let me see where i want to go next um i guess we can do some fucking with black people um 
don't know if it's gonna be as fun as yesterday well you know what it's never really fun but i, I mean it's never really fun but zeros. come on so that's why it was a good day yeah that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe find different articles to make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody this story here is literally about fucking with black people oh shit what interracial cuckold porn reveals about white male insecurity uh, okay all right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a whole genre of porn out there for you for you people that don't know yeah this is on um, broadly um uh and it'd be the number one hit too you go on the site you be like god damn mm-hmm. uh written by zoe Samunzi. um in july 2017 director james camp allegedly twice asked porn actor mo the monster we covered this on the show he would consent to being called the n-word by his white co-star a woman who performs ryan connor according to a lawsuit later filed by mo camp allegedly told mo that fans enjoy hearing that word in the scenes and that connor was fine with saying it each time mo refused yet in the video uploaded to porn site dogfart.com connor who mo alleges was present during both conversations can be heard during the money shot the ejaculation scene saying give me that nigger load give me all of that nigger come in may mosu camp and df productions inc the company behind the produ- production and publishing of the video for fraud negligence and racial harassment i've shot over 50 scenes for this company mo told the new york daily news for a long time i was one of their top guys and i'm always publicly talking about racism for them to even ask me was an insult then to do it against my will it hurts it feels like it was a setup DF Productions Dog Fart Network specializes in interracial porn, which by industry definition specifically entails sex between a black man and a white woman. Keep that in mind. And which only deliberately portrays black men as racial stereotype, which often uh, deliberately mm-hmm. plays on stereotypes. It does. In the lawsuit, Mo characterizes DF Productions as a company that targets racist viewers and entices them into paying DF5 money in exchange for the right to view racist adult films. Neither DF Productions nor Connor responded to requests for comment, and James Camp can't be reached comment. If we take Mo's account to be true, it does not simply represent a violation of sexual consent, also a vivid example of the ways in which porn has been instrumentalized as a socially acceptable space for racist white fantasies to be projected onto and enacted upon black bodies, Mm. and the very real implications of that. Porn exists in an X-rated realm that isn't policed by typical notions of decency there, given they are consensual behaviors, otherwise considered unacceptable such as sadomasochism and other kinks use of the n-word and so on are allowed to exist justify in the name of sex positivity and mysteriously perverse nature of desire and sexual attraction because kinks sometimes emerge from our deepest insecurity fears and even traumas there's necessarily and usefully usefully a no judgment logic that means nothing is off limits for creators performers and consumers alike the alleged violation of Mo's consent reveals the danger of creating any vacuum like space beyond politicization or reproach it shows how easily the space between fantastical sexual performance and real life racist aggressiveness collapse uh that collapse is a reminder that porn cannot be considered distinct from broader cultural production of our overall racial imaginary rather these spaces are actually intimately linked constantly informing one another right yeah i think everybody kind of know has to know that on some level 
because i do think a lot of people's fetishes and shit are things they would never do or things that they consider taboo or off limits every time we do one of these fucking like every year we do like the Pornhub releases their survey mm-hmm. and the top shit is always like incest porn mm-hmm. uh you know yes, like son fucking mom right like it's, the fucking dad yeah. right it's like all and it's more like taboo shit you know what i mean like it's less um i think oh, oh you know incest everybody's out here just doing it it's more like yeah okay i'm never gonna do this but i want to see somebody else do it consensually in these confines or whatever um the video including mo and connor was published as part of dog force dog farts cuckold session channel which is important to know appears to explicitly target white men one self-description of the channel reads what do you do when you can't please your woman the way she needs you calling a black stud with an 11 inch cock to fuck her while you watch bro in porn cuckoo describes a genre which men watch their partners have sex with other men interracial cuckolding a la dog fart takes on something of a more sinister rape adjacent sexual projection though with scenes typically containing multiple black men and a single white woman the sex itself happens in a number of ways and the white women involved come in many different characters some of them are taunting and caricature like a snow bunny white women whose appetite for black men seems insatiable others are classic sexual stock characters doe-eyed virginal girl next door girl next door types and others still are somewhere in between in one cuckold session video the white male partner of an apprehensive innocent looking young blonde lily raider offers her to a black man in order to get his good into his good graces <laughs> hey man can you you want to fuck my wife man if we maybe we can hang out afterwards i don't, I don't know what you're getting into you going to the bar when it comes time to hand over hand her over a garage door opens revealing four masked black men menacingly waiting inside her partner's friend drags her backwards by the hair still under the watchful auspices of and some encouraging words from her partner and into a gangbang with all five black men in many similar videos the camera pans over to the white partner who's often either masturbating by himself or enjoying the encounter observing miserably decentered but still ultimately the dictator of the sexual gaze mm-hmm. a lot of times they comment like i've seen them mm-hmm. before they come in ask her how she's feeling and like yeah it is one of those things i was like oh so this is what happens yeah what's wild is that like in american society and maybe it's like this everywhere but i know specifically in america so much of the black man having sex with the white woman has become has been such a linchpin of laws Mm -hmm. and the um the white male psyche of like they're gonna come get something back from me because what's more precious to me than my woman um and the inherent danger of black male men is straight black men specifically but the inherent danger of them is like they're gonna fuck my daughter they're gonna fuck my wife so we can't let anyone do opioids anymore we can't mm-hmm. like uh, you can go back and look at why certain drugs are illegal if you go back far enough it'll tell you there's like posters and everything where it's like don't let them smoke weed black men get crazy and they just want to fuck your white woman and that propaganda was good enough to get shit legal uh, like uh made illegal right and none of that shit was true yeah it doesn't matter they were able to make it that way to be like cocaine has it, it was a time where cocaine wasn't illegal you could put it in a fucking drink and drink cocaine right there was a time when they were when they went to make it illegal they wanted to ban it they then said cocaine makes black men too horny to 
pass on the, the the graces of a white woman they will rape them so now cocaine can't be legal and it worked like it's not so much that someone had audacity to come up with that line of thinking which is fucked up but i mean we live in america there's much more fucked up lines of thinking out there the fact that it was so popular it did get these drugs banned yeah a lot of drugs drugs that white people use come on it got those drugs banned because they were like yeah um a black man might get his dick hard and we just don't know what happens when they get hard penises we they they can't help themselves they're they're savages meanwhile we have raped entire nations but it's black men that can't be controlled really they're the real problem um but yeah i'm not surprised at that um the tabooness of that relationship quote unquote exists you know and of course it's pitched to white men as the people who buy this shit because they have something inside of them that wants to see their women have sex with black men and i don't know what the psychosis is there that makes them want to do that but it also subsequently also is a thing that appeals to a lot of black men because we like to be hypersexualized so it's also a black male power fantasy in many ways even with you basically being objectified and put in a subservient position of i want to watch you physically just fuck my wife like like a fucking like an animal like not like a human being that i respect but i want to watch you do this animalistic thing to my wife and then put you away you're not really you're not you know good enough to be loved by this person you're not good enough to provide for this person or for her to have any level of respect for you back but in this situation where she's calling you a nigger or whatever the fuck that's erotic and a lot of black men will absolutely take that they'll be like yep that's good enough for me yep uh uh-huh yep i got to have sex with a white woman so it makes her calling me nigger fine i don't understand what the problem is you know and and to a certain extent even with mo and the other dude in that scene was literally named nat turner right Uh, and he uh, but he let that happen uh, anyway (laughs) that's just so ironic i can't not mention it anyway um (laughs) the thing is though even if you would take out her calling them nigger or whatever in that scene that dude's done a ton of shit right up to that line in that because he works with that company so that means you've done everything but get called the n-word and it says something about them needing to call him the n-word right and it also says something about him being able to work in that genre as long as it wasn't for that because it's not like what they were saying before was that great you know what i mean it's not like none of these none of these scenes are about like respectful sex and shit it's always like Mm -hmm. two black men going to town on me you thugs are having sex with me it's never like and that's the description yeah it's never like oh my friend mo's coming over now like get to anyway um the interracial cuckold and genre breathes life into the truism that some kind of sexual attraction openly acknowledged or not is often the component of racial contempt the genre's black thug filled storylines make clear that this attraction is not simply sexual desire but an evocation of fetishism of historically racist tropes that allow for uh contained witnessing of black male sexual prowess that white men simultaneously loathe fear and envy noted indie porn actress Stoya told me that as a white woman she refused to participate in any interracial videos because of how patently absurd it is for pornography to reinforce binary and oppositional racial categories of black and white she also objects to the fact that production companies as opposed to performers themselves get to create the content for sexual interaction in the scenes 
um recalling one filming experience with a non-white male partner she said the company presented the other performer more as a demographic than a human and i felt dirty for having been complicit in it it was all comparatively subtle but the box cover may feature me in a passive position with him looming over me i'm well aware that scenes get shot that are far more problematic but it's still wasn't how i like to do things so i only work with performers of color when the company agrees to shoot a label which means almost never outside of my own stuff yeah and and for the record dog fart and these companies they have porn with like black women and white men Mm -hmm. i've seen those too and like the white dudes will be wearing like confederate flag shirts and shit like like they're selling a racist fantasy correct because porn allows racism to be at the forefront without people being judged right my email interview with tyler knight a black male ex-porn star and author of burn my shadow a selective memory of an x-rated life confirmed that black male performers in mainstream porn are often trapped within these rigid rigid racial dynamics knight says that 95 percent of his approximately 1000 career scenes have been interracial and that he's gone upwards of a year without seeing another black person on the set for night the blurring of off on and off screen racism comes partially from knowing that some non-black female performers charge above and beyond their typical quote to work with a black male a premium known as the interracial rate it's easiest to think of the interracial rate practice as a hazard duty pay without any hazardous duty to the worker so extra pay simply because your co-worker is black mm-hmm. yeah and it quote unquote people talked about it caused your cost to go down you know all of a sudden you know because some dudes are really like i'll follow this woman but she fuck she she fucked that nigger i don't care no more see that's the thing i don't think that's true like i think that's a industry um myth and it allows like most racism racism don't make sense no it does not it allows people to charge more or to be racist correct and i think that's what's happening you know we had sarah j on this show that's another reason i don't believe it because we interviewed sarah j a few times on this show mm-hmm. and she just blatantly told us like them bitches are racist there is no in between of if you fuck black dudes no one will watch your scene she's like they are just saying that because they don't want to have sex with black dudes now the thing is if they do have sex with black dudes that ain't no fucking honor and glory in that either because they're really just charging more as if something is more inherently dangerous about sex with a black man like like this will fuck my career we don't have we have no evidence that it's fucked up anybody's career but they say that and then they're like uh well i do demand an extra 200 dollars a scene so and and it's not like they give the black dudes two extra 200 extra dollars a scene for performing with a white woman come on like it's it's purely just a, a a white racist part of the fantasy it's part of the racism and a 2016 interview porn scholar Marielle miller young described the premium as a pay to counter any possible devaluation white women performers may experience due to their involvement in the interracial porn market or because they say that black men have penis sizes that require much more labor-intensive work on their part okay that's not true everybody doing porn a penis is a penis, a penis anomaly right like it's not like there's like i've seen regular ass penises right there's no there's no three inch penis porn star is what i'm saying Mm -mm. if he's white he's gonna have a big dick if he's black he's gonna have a big dick he's he's a a porn star like that's the point of them being porn stars it's like saying it should cost more for me to play against lebron james but when i play against nate uh nate turner i mean what's what's that nigga's name uh nate parker nope that's niggas a rapist (laughs) what is my man's name why can't i think of nate's last name he was just in that fucking 
he was just in my the movie with uh uncle robinson nate robinson yes when i play against nate robinson that's a 500 dollars a game but when i play against lebron three thousand dollars that's not how this works (laughs) anyway um uh but yeah and a white female acquaintance of mine with experience in the industry told me that she while she was performing she could have charged twice her normal rate per sex act simply for scene partner were a black man and even more she was willing to do anal she also noted the double standard black female performers obviously can't charge more for working with a white man Mm-mm. and you know they don't and they just are expected to work with black men in a lot of cases and you know they ain't getting no bonus come on think about that it's, it's such a rig just think about the money of it right just the money of it is rigged against the black performer period right. male and female right um it's difficult to say exactly how pervasive the use of the general interracial rate is but it's an open secret that at the very least it's common in mainstream porn for white women performers to wait until later in their careers to do interracial and then charge a premium for the first scene both practices are mentioned in a lengthy 2017 glamour report on race in the porn industry which further notes that they contribute to vast pay disparities between white and non-white women in the industry once again on-screen anti-blackness and pornography bleeds into the material world allowing the production of content aimed to fulfill racist white sexual fantasies not only contributes to the creation and recycling of anti-black imagery but it actually works to structure the porn industry in a way that robs black performers of opportunities for equal pay here we see lattice intersections of whiteness more economy of racial purity a material economy of race and gender pay disparity and a sexual economy of violence and racial production wherein the creation and maintenance of race has historically been enacted through sexualized violence and humiliation of black people and white men's continual assertion of dominance yeah i mean it goes on for a while i can't read all of it that's like about half maybe but yeah man i mean all this shit really just is about white men and their obsession with us correct you know um and and for the record they will lie and be like this shit is so you know it's like they'll it's they will tell you that the reason that they charge more and they pay more to these women is that it's so unpopular meanwhile the biggest sites are that shit black is the one of the biggest sites on in porn and it's only exclusively black dudes fucking non-black women but mostly white women right and literally if you go to any major porn site even some of the non-major ones it is literally the all you see it takes a while before you get to any clips outside of that depending on the site right but it's but it's but it's it really is the biggest gateway probably in porn like mm-hmm. um that that whole whites only porn shit is a is a is a fallacy even these like alt-right motherfuckers are jacking off to these black dudes fucking their women whether they admit to it they might not be proud of it and shit but the numbers don't lie no they don't all the states that are like the most racist Mm -hmm. in those Pornhub polls they always come back or not even polls the data it's data from the site right they always come back with interracial being at the top like all that shit like you're in alabama but cuckold is the number one trend for porn like it it really does make a lot of um it says a lot and i think under trump and shit it's definitely been exacerbated Mm because as much as they hate us is how much they fucking covet us right want to consume us and there's no better way to consume people than porn like it's you know it just speaks to a lot man but uh Mm -hmm. zero to a hundred that's a good question 50 50 yeah um yeah i feel like i already knew all this shit 
I feel like a lot of black people, if you watch porn, already know all this shit. Of course. Yeah, I guess I'll say 50. I'm like, I, I don't even know what to say about it because I feel mm-hmm. like the only way to be outraged by this continually is to be like, I don't know, is to, is to be like unaware. I don't right. think, uh, is anyone that unaware anymore that we would be like, wow, this is all, all about how white men view us. I, like, to me, it's like, yep, knew that when I was, the first time I seen the interracial scene, I was like, this, why are they doing it this way? Oh, yeah, I was like, this well, is for white people. What is happening here? Yeah, I was like, oh, this ain't for me. I, I, I don't know how I got into this room. <laughs> yeah, not, and I'm not even saying it on some like, um, uh because sometimes they do cuckold shit and it's not about whiteness or race correct like there there's other stuff that people do like and there's all kinds of shit within porn and i'm not even judging nobody's Mm-mm. shit swear to god watch what you want to watch this is i hate when people say shit like uh you know I, I don't kink shame and i don't slut shame but then they the first thing they do is tell you how terrible it is that you're watching something that is presumably done by consenting adults if that's what gets you off that's what gets you off i don't really right. know that that has anything to do with your personal politics and shit like that mm-hmm. i don't i don't even want to assume that i'll let other people assume that kind of shit about folks but right. um i just i just find it to be interesting though that um that genre is so allowed to be so like racist and and so like you know just push the limit and then at the same time if a black performer were to speak and say this is a hard environment to work in it's crickets like it can't be both Mm -mm. like you can like like you know and for the record there's a lot of niggas working there that don't have a problem with that shit right we just know about motor monster because they violated something that he was against a lot of black men have said oh that's cool yep they have oh you call me a nigga yeah that's fine whatever Uh, can you throw extra fifty dollars in the scene or something mm-hmm. i seen that an amateur porn yeah like they knew what they were doing but yeah i can't be that fucked with because i knew porn was kind of a no hose bar I, I don't know who would even be shocked by what i just read um uh let's see what else um uh georgia student texted n-word to her future black roommate did we do this yet i don't think we did <sighs> god jesus so you know you get ready to go to school and a lot of times in the summer they they now do this initiation thing and because technology's come a long way they're like hey here's your new roommate you can text them here's their picture yeah they you might get together on social media something like that yeah to give y'all time to actually get to know each other prior to you moving in mm-hmm. and like you said the way they do it now you get it a month or two before school versus when i was in school with a week maybe you know two three at the most yeah we used to have like um what do you call it um um like student orientation and you would have to do all this there mm-hmm. if your roommate showed up student orientation sometimes you even find a roommate at student orientation stuff like that correct uh freshman orientation but um in this case they they're texting each other and stuff which you know cool sign of the times right i mean we should be getting with the times nothing wrong with that um but uh this one has a bit of a twist oh by the way i do have to go back it's not like porn uh if you got rid of the racism then it would be straight so it's not you know like i understand Mm-mm. porn is just accessible it's not it's okay mm-hmm. yep 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 uh <laughs> people that i realize porn is fucked up porn is the only place to use ebony yeah i wouldn't even want to say 
i don't even know what the right word is to say i don't even want to say fucked up because i feel like i'm judging i'm just saying we know that if you start trying to get the issues out of porn it would be interesting to see what those numbers look like i think people talk a good game but then they gonna watch what they want to watch come on and a lot of people because of how puritanical our society is you're not gonna come out and say like the things i enjoy are blank because you don't want to be judged nobody Mm -hmm. that's the one the thing that porn holds over everybody is that everybody's a little bit ashamed or at least not able to actively say like this is this got me off if it's anything that would be judged harshly anything that's not vanilla it is yeah it's, it's like, not plain jane yeah somebody is going to turn their nose up i don't give a somebody gonna turn their nose up at the fact that you even watch porn correct so somebody's gonna be out there turning their nose up and that's enough that i think to make the entire industry operate as if well nothing's off limits you know that dude that we cover that's like a straight up rapist james dean or whatever mm-hmm. he was accused of rape on set mm-hmm. he's still working yes he is he's still working that's nobody how nobody gets canceled yeah because literally nobody can get canceled all right back to the story a screenshot has emerged of a racist text message sent by a white student at georgia southern university to her black roommate the white student identified as courtney schaefer and her roommate texted introductory hellos and each laughed about the fact that they accidentally called the other one not long after schaefer sent a text message about her roommate's instagram account okay let me i'll read the exchange karen hey courtney my name is wamaka i wanted to introduce myself since i am going to be your new roommate hey did you just call me so sorry lol my phone is on my on silent it was an accident haha <laughs> it's all good i went to add you as a contact and i accidentally called you too smiley crying laughing face <clears throat> the next text message is where it went wrong oh her insta looks pretty normal not too niggerish what oh you heard me karen do not pretend that you did not just hear me. I think you did hear me. Did you not hear me? What not, else is that? Not too niggerish. Her Instagram looks normal. Not too niggerish. Mhm. Mhm. That just happened. What's the what's the, what's the niggerish? What's niggerish Instagram? What's what's? So then I think she meant to send that to someone else. So she. Oh okay she sent it to her right so then she sent another text message immediately omg i'm so sorry holy crap damn spell check i did not mean to say that i was texting hannah and i meant to say triggerish meaning like you seem really cool nothing that triggered a red flag i'm so embarrassed Mm-mm. you meant to send this to one of your white girlfriends you hit her up by accident mortified emoji Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we gotta take her to word, right? He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like she, uh, I feel like she meant to say niggerish. Yeah, and we wouldn't be roommates. I would automatically, like, somebody demand to change roommates. I'm not how, uh, how many times you got to type, um, you gotta type triggerish for autocorrect to put triggerish as the man i autocorrect be changing uh nigger to all types of shit everything but nigger so in order for it to just pop up niggerish you had to type that a lot 
um yeah like because essentially she's saying auto spell check turned it to niggerish which by the way if you put in um triggerish it'll actually autocorrect it to trigger fish which is some kind of fish i don't know right like i said it, so, it never goes right but niggerish wouldn't it autocorrect like i want apple to be like no the fuck it won't like i wanted apple to just come out and be like iphone will never a level uh, never yeah like allow you to just be out here correcting to niggerish and sending it out don't that, even do it that's right she ducking lying right fucking always turns to ducking <laughs> it sure does and if you don't catch it you'll be like my bad like apple be like no no you will you will you that that apple be like stop it mm-hmm. this is foolishness cut the crap that's what apple be like when you try to cuss the university share uh put out a statement we share the hurt our community has expressed following the use of a racial slur exhibited in a screenshot shared on social media she wrote the use of such racist comments is offensive and unacceptable and in no way reflects the attitude or values of georgia southern university to be clear there is no place for bigotry or racism on our campuses mm. no mention was made whether or not she would be facing disciplinary action for her comments Mm-hmm. um leon bowles senior at gsu told the campus paper i think i speak for the entire african-american population of georgia southern when i say that while i'm not surprised i'm angry and disappointed yeah and then you wonder why you know not trying funny black black people like i want a black roommate i don't want a roommate with nobody white mm-hmm. like some Don't people actually make that me angry sad the text itself was cause enough for outrage but the pathetic excuse and an apology was flippant insult to her intelligence yeah you didn't even really apologize as much uh, autocorrect you know how it is Mm. if you're autocorrect correct to niggerous that means you type niggerish a lot baby right what makes more sense i looked at her instagram and thought it's not too triggerish hey you're talking about a black girl or i looked at her instagram and thought it's not too niggerish and both problematic right and the definition of triggerish apparently you seem really cool nothing that triggered a red flag that's a problem too right so either like trick and by triggerish wow that's just ridiculous Mm-mm. yeah you trigger my racism you trigger me being scared of you black girl that's what you trigger yeah i wonder what's gonna happen if she's gonna get suspended no she'll be she'll be there reject fall. her from school she'll be the fall semester right mm-hmm. but she won't be my goddamn roommate yeah i would be like i'm not rooming up with her i tell you what i'd be like fuck the mother triggers because i'm down for my triggers come on mm. like just looking at that i'm i'm like trigger please <laughs> <laughs> I look at her trigger what? Right. Trigger who? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, zero to a hundred. Hundred uh, fucker. I give it a hundo as well, my friend. Um, let's see. Police were called on a suspicious black family, uh, enjoying a meal on, on at Subway. A black family grabbing a bite to eat at Georgia Subway uh, restaurant unexpectedly got a visit from the cops after employees said they looked suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Look suspicious at a goddamn Subway? Mm-hmm. 
five niggas five niggas five niggas get long get gone <laughs> um the dobson family were surprised the police showed up and told them an urgent 911 call being placed and an employee complained that the family was using the restroom too much and putting water in soda cups is that a typo because i've seen the other way not that you should call the police i've seen people put water soda in water cups mm-hmm. putting water in soda cups which means you pay for the soda and mm-hmm. y'all put water in it and you call the cops that gotta be a typo not that mm-hmm. it would be okay either way that's, that's not a typo it's gotta it can't be right one time mm-hmm. i went into uh red robin i think i think that's the name of it Ooh. and there was an old white man in there he had on a uh a, a tank top t-shirt it was ratty looking and he came in and he had a, a cup uh he ordered a large cup of soda and he said is your soda free refills and they said yes so he said i want one large cup of soda and then he took that soda and he got some from the machine then he walked outside then he came back got some more soda he was real old these these trips were taking like three four minutes walk walk back outside got another cup walk back outside over and over he must have did this shit like 10 15 times while i was sitting there eating my food to the point where i'm just like what the fuck is up with this dude so i lean back and look out the uh, window see what he doing um this motherfucker was walking to his car and filling up empty gallon bottles of soda with a um what do you call a funnel and pouring their soda back into the the bottles of soda that he oh no <laughs> he gave me the system and so he came back in one time and it was like hey man you can't be doing that he was like y'all said free refills and it was like to drink here nigga not to fill up for the fucking multitudes saying loads and fishes bitch get the fuck out and so he was like all right then fuck y'all i'm out and he left but you know what nobody did call the police no they didn't it wasn't it wasn't worth the 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 three dollars and fifty cent worth of soda he stole he's a scammer and an icon of course and a legendary figure in my mind but still the police did not need to get involved with a little soda thievery that shit costs like one cent a cup like right leave the cup costs more than the soda just leave that, right the cup the costs more than the soda anyway um felicia and on the Alt Neil Dobson were traveling home to North Carolina with their children, 8, 12, 13, and 19, and the children's aunt, when they stopped at Subway for a meal on a long journey home. Dobson said they didn't do anything wrong and believe it was a blatant case of racism, which has become pretty commonplace for white folks to call the cops on black people for no apparent reason. Again, 911 is not custom service for white people. An employee, an employee called the cops, I need somebody to come through here, please, ASAP now. There are about eight people in a van. They've been in the store for about an hour. They keep going back and forth to the bathrooms, but by, but my, but by the back door, by my back door. The family of seven were rightfully offended. I have a 24 year old sister who's a recent graduate of North Carolina A&T, Aggie Pride. My daughter, daughter 19, she's entering sophomore year at Wake Forest University, said Felicia. I don't think she ever felt threatened, Dobson said. We can't change our skin color. I have great kids. I have a great family. 
when the police arrived when the police officer showed up and investigated and reviewed the situation he apologized and told them an employee got suspicious the employee then told the police they had been robbed before suspected the family would rob her they sat there for a fucking hour why would they rob you with my eight 12 and 13 year olds in tow i'm gonna rob you think i am ralph angel it's not how this shit happens <laughs> right the fuck doing robberies like that a family All right, right. Now, i'm not saying i wouldn't watch that movie if it was directed by ava duvernay about a heisting black family that that stole oh that shit will be lit now they robbed subways together of course i'd watch it okay uh <laughs> and that shit would be in technical i'm here for it right if I'm, I'm already fantasy casting it in my head okay okay lapita's gonna be in there michael b jordan's gonna be in there okay we had the kids from uh blackish in there right that's what i was thinking i mean of course i will watch that matter of fact just make an episode of blackish where they just rob subways for a living i get it but that's not real life um subway franchisee raj patel sent channel 2 action news a statement i take this very seriously and i'm fully investigating i've also used this opportunity to reiterate to my staff the importance of making everyone feel welcome he apologized to the dobson family and placed the employee on leave why aren't they fired i will continue my faux cot of subway i shall never let subway pass these lips as long as i shall breathe yeah i got a full cot too because i i actually the only thing i eat at subway is a meatball sub and i haven't ate that shit in years it's been a long time jersey mike got meatballs it ain't the same okay all right well you do like papa john so y'all take her opinion with a grain of salt Uh, uh, probably several grains of salt in order (laughs) to make it tasty if you know what i mean i'm not gonna lie to you people i like the meatball sub that's the only fucking thing i eat there and and Mm -hmm. it it don't even taste the same i think they changed recipes i'm like like papa john's i'm just i'm just adding relevant and i like papa john's i'm just adding relevant information to the but i like high quality food too Mm-hmm, sure you do i'm just can adding y'all be complex i'm just adding context to the discussion karen i don't understand why you're getting so defensive i am a complex food creature sure you are everything i eat ain't gotta be five stars uh or, or no stars apparently <laughs> stars do not matter at all to you oh some things no okay i see saying. mcdonald's still in business but a lot of motherfuckers talk about i don't eat that crappy ass food somebody eating it mm-hmm but they're not rating it five stars and no mcdonald's ain't no five stars right okay um but anyway i'm the folk hot continues i don't eat there and i should not be beginning to eat there okay um so all right um zero to a hundred <clears throat> oh 100 yeah 100 for me too yeah because they still got the job five five niggas five niggas get gone <laughs> oh we're at the break let me go to yeah, the subway's gonna be like i don't know subways they lost all that money with jared over here fucking the kids and you know and then a bunch of them closed because they have them up the street around the corner and, and then your back closet so they're like you got too many of them and then this bullshit you know it's bad when this is only your second worst scandal hey we called the police on a black family for no reason <laughs> well at least it's not raping kids i mean right i mean let's put a statement out let's put a statement out right all right section two let's move on oh i gotta move myself still i don't know i'm i'm doing it right now i'm calling everybody over just give me a second and we'll see um you might not have to boot let me know if it invites you give me i'll tell you when i just hit the invite button okay um 
all right i just hit the invite button did you get one no all i'm right, still so over here still did it move up. everybody else over yep moved everybody else over except for you all right i'm moving over then all right on here i go wait it just said could not go live what did i do wrong all right yeah. let me pause this so the they don't hear this part you're getting ready <clears throat> all right technical difficulties that you guys uh listening to this later in audio form never get to hear Mm-mm. uh but we did get to listen to sweetest thing uh by lauren hill i mean the refugee coalition camp whatever the fuck it was called you know what i'm talking about brown sugar soundtrack the greatest uh r&b soundtrack of all time uh anyway speaking of music it's time to get into another section um let's go ahead and do some white people news and then we'll get out of here guys all right okay i know this is what you guys are into you guys are waiting on it you're so happy to have us back on screen just so you can have this moment and you're welcome <laughs> i didn't pick this y'all mm-hmm. do you love me are you riding say you never ever leave from beside me because i want her and i need you and i'm down for you always baby do you love me are you riding say you never ever leave from beside me because i want you and i need you Are these even the lyrics? I, you know, I don't know. Talk to the wrong person. And his hat back was too. We should have known that was a bad sign. I feel like he made up his own words. Me too. Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you. And I need you, and I'm down for you always, JD. Do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you, and I need you, and I'm down for you always. I don't, so Kiki is a real person? I, uh, I don't know. Okay. I can't believe that that's what Nick Jew was into. I got that, um, by following her on youtube yeah so <laughs> if you guys want somebody to blame kiki if you love me that's all i know mm-hmm. my mom did send me this uh tell me to listen to Moo fresh okay who i had never heard of um until my mom put me on a couple of days ago in pata na wache na wache she chose maya maya eche kuena in pata na wache na wache she chose maya maya eche kuena in pata na wache na wache she 
Before she got ready to do her thing, I know she about to get intense. I'm about to skip forward a little bit. Been torn from mothers by colonizers' orders long before America ever had borders. Native babies stolen at tender ages, shipped to the West Indies to slavery. This is America. Don't get you slipping, no. We be the people you call low lives, dangerous, hood rats, wild, Indians, colored, incorrigible, untamed, savages, gangsters, niggas, go get us, super predators, go figure, do for self, kings, queens, gods, master teachers, alchemists, Africans, natives, and bondage, but my spirit free. I was born to bring more light into the world. That's why you see so much fight in your girl, because God's work is so gangster, and I got so much more to be thankful for. I am red clay, dirt road, I shake, tobacco filled, prayer ties, sweet grass, peyote. I survived the trail of tears and slavery. This here is what you call unmatched bravery. And if you want this blessing on your stages, it ain't all about the money, but baby, you're going to have to pay me. Say we call it reparations. See, I learned to sing, not in school, but in ways you wouldn't understand. See, singing wasn't about songs, it was about sound and the laying on of hands. I watched my grandmother pour pain from the aching bodies of sobbing grown men with the sound that started in her pit, escaped her lips, and made them whole again. We black Indian. This red and brown blood, it runs so deep. This ceremony, this sacrifice is nothing you could ever teach. Unless you crawl back into the deep black womb of the healing lodge to rebirth yourself brand new and learn that we are just spiritual beings having a human experience and nothing else is ever true. We are spiritual beings having a human experience and nothing else is ever true. Shit. Alright, um, that was uh, really, that's the blackest white people news music we've ever had. I know. Y'all welcome. Yeah, it was on NPR, I guess one of them little tiny, tiny desks. desks. You're right, mm-hmm. they was like, uh, yeah, it's explicit lyrics. I was like, what that? Probably because she said nigga. Yeah, it's 20 minutes long, so move move fresh my mom shout out to my mom putting me on mama tips uh all right that's y'all's man gotta talk about trump before we get into this the ease of paying the trump's trade war 12 billion dollars in aid for farmers um mostly because he considers farmers to be white people and farmers probably mostly consider big business not the just tiny the way that we view farmers in our head which is some tiny person in a small field planting crops you know living with living on the on the the land you know stuff like that like these are some big ass corporations in a lot of cases and um they had their shit uh fucked up because they supported trump and trump has fucked up everything by going to china with these fucking tariffs and he had to turn around and give them welfare come on if it was going 12 billion dollars going to health care they call it welfare 
if it was 12 billion dollars going to kids in school snap they call that welfare if it was 12 billion dollars going to public radio they call it welfare right entitlement programs well what's you do a policy that you say is to uh put us in a better trade position and it ends up backfiring and hurting a lot of american farmers in that industry and you go um let's give them some money why what's the difference between them and everybody else hurt by your policies leaked email suggests stormy daniel strip club arrest was indeed a setup yeah no shit <laughs> you, you really want me to believe that the cops just having to be on the case for the titty the titty cops we got titty csi out here now is that a thing well, well we you, gotta go undercover and bust these bust right when you can't even uh uh get people to actually do the right thing in a real porn industry get the fuck out of my face right uh you guys you know and we got, we've been having a lot of special investigations in the titties slapping and it's getting out of control down at the strip club we're gonna have to go undercover the person that we're arrest- gonna have to get down to the bottom of the nipple on this one right <laughs> they said keep in mind they said that this was part of an ongoing operation that was like on the club like we were investigating this club think about this you mean you blew the whole operation because stormy daniel slapped a titty in somebody's face like y'all was about to get the biggest drug dealers in town but then a titty popped out and you say well god damn it i as an officer of the law i can't i just cannot i'm sorry millions of dollars in investigative time no taxpayers money i'm sorry billable hours but i'm gonna just have to throw the whole operation away the albatross has landed i'm going in abracadabra yeah they called the arrest a mistake and announced an investigation on the motivation for the officers uh let me were they white men because i can i can guess were they white men did were they wearing red make america make make america great hats when they arrested her mm-hmm. as an undercover scene right um yeah so initially they said that it was part of a long-term investigation the allegations of human trafficking prostitution and other vice related violations and that they engage in these operations routinely with no effect on other calls for service now think about this this is a strip club that engages in potentially human trafficking prostitution and other vice related violations like drugs and shit imagine a nigga blows this cover for some titties now all the little white slavery children is gone y'all believe that y'all think that's what happened fuck no (laughs) so of course yeah they they found emails and shit of them basically talking about it because they stupid right and 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 you know what the email was dot i'm a cop real cop dot com dot uh uh, uh, police department dot com at the police department dot com Detective Shanna Keckley, one of the three arresting officers, allegedly emailed herself videos and photos of Daniels a day before the arrest was made, as well as maps to Sirens, the club where Daniels had advertised on her social channels that she would be performing. So you emailed evidence that you was targeting this woman. To yourself. To yourself. So she CC'd herself. Because you too stupid to just stream porn like the rest of us and know what she looks like. You said, I'm going to need to to verify for myself. After the arrest in the morning, in the morning of July 12th, she allegedly wrote to another officer, you're welcome, thank me in person later, but did not refer to Daniels by name. The Columbus Division of Police told Vanity Fair they can't comment on the nature of these emails due to ongoing investigation. 
Avenatti, meanwhile, is claiming vindication, tweeting in response. This is extremely disturbing. I intended on getting to the truth of the and the bottom of who ordered at Stormy Daniels arrested and why. It appears that I was correct that it was politically motivated. Right. And she been saying this. Right. Of course. Bessie DeVos forty million dollar yacht was vandalized in Ohio and untied from the uh dock and just sent out floating. Hmm. What a shame. Um, I don't care. Yeah, well, uh, that, that's that's just too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Melania Trump gardening. Uh, she took pictures. Uh, you know they do these candid photos of her in the garden and shit like this. <clears throat> Trying to be like Michelle. <clears throat> what won't she copy from Michelle? I mean, honestly, if you turn her paper over, everything. the front of it says Michelle Obama every time. Everything but her skin color. Mm-hmm well uh she put out photos to be like hey look at me the first lady gardening trying to be like michelle obama Mm -hmm. except everybody noticed none of her clothes are dirty not her shoes not her gloves nothing that's because she didn't do the shit you can look at this picture right now she just squatted okay i don't know if this is mean to say i'm not sure but she doesn't have a friendly face i don't know if that makes sense like her face just looks like she's mad on Mm, that is not what i was gonna say but noted here's what i was gonna say why does she look she give me that michael jackson in the later years vibe with these shades mm-hmm. the way she be going out with her shades in her hair she made me feel like mj before he before he passed like yeah yeah and, and i don't mean it in like a mean way but her face she just because a lot of times you never really ever see her smile like she hiding something i don't right. know she looked like she hiding something yeah and people was like your shoes not dirty your gloves not dirty your clothes like you 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 but that is even the shears aren't dirty right you didn't even take you didn't even you could at least got on your knees like th- this is such a terrible it was, who are her people aren't you supposed to be a model mm-hmm. who did it like this down there yes that's that's it bitch take the picture right this this is good we're gonna get it good good we're gonna get take the picture take the picture close enough ho bye click i know we've been here for 20 minutes right donald was ready to go take one picture and let's go melania hurry up melanie (laughs) take it too long know how that was going all right in fact you look incredible unbelievable i know michelle obama out there fucking plucking apples and 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 eating it and and dirty and dusty and got dirt all over herself and you like squat here she's holding donald we have to take one more picture she's holding the shears upside down it's close enough right? back in the car she's holding the shears upside down one more picture donald no bitch back in the car i told you you want to be missing for another month back in the car come on trump's ex fox news communications boss bans rude cnn reporter from open press event hey remember when um obama was saying um i don't even remember if he said it or they just floated out the idea that maybe obama would ban fox news from the uh press conference stuff because they typically they basically aren't a news organization which they're not and they keep reporting all this fake news and sh- very biased slanted news and mm-hmm. this is very uh immoral what they do and cnn vouched for fox news and said nah if, if you do that we'll leave we won't allow anyone to be able to do that well a fox news communications boss got uh got a job uh it, with the Oval, Oval office and the first thing he did was ban a cnn correspondent from covering an event that was advertised as open to the press yeah because it never goes the other way around because they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. bill shine who joined the white house from his top executive position at fox news he's now the communication director and first thing he did was say bye cnn 
they said you are disinvited from press availability in the rose garden today they said that the questions i asked were inappropriate for the venue and that they said that i was shouting you're banning me from an event because you didn't like the questions i asked collins can be heard on the videotape voicing a series of questions to trump it was reporters routinely do during events where trump is seated near world leaders she asked about the former trump lawyer michael cohen who can be heard on tape leaked uh, to cnn talking with trump about payment relating to playboy model who he claimed he had an affair with trump did michael cohen betray you mr president she also asked him mr president are you worried about what michael cohen is about to say to the prosecutors are you worried about what is on the other tapes mr president the white house correspondents association blasted the move we strongly condemn the white house's misguided and inappropriate decision today to bar one of our members from an open press event after she asked questions that they did not like well good for you y'all was ready to boycott over fucking fox news this woman just gets a oh you know we we disagree this type of retaliation is wholly inappropriate wrong-headed and weak it cannot stand and we will be there tomorrow with no problem reporters asking questions of powerful government officials up to and including the president help, helps hold these people accountable yeah and people ain't paying attention but this shit is fucking dangerous you're mm-hmm. controlling the press she this person has the right to be there they haven't broken any laws they have the right to be there right it's not like a tabloid right anyway uh protesters fighting their trump star on hollywood walk of fame after a man destroyed it with a pickaxe remember how obama was divisive and he divided the country remember that take a look at this so next to kevin spacey sorry pepper's farm remembers they called obama divisive um motherfuckers are out here fighting in the streets over this dude's hollywood walk of fame started he got back in like 1992 that's how fucked up he is but they would never call him divisive liberals and white people white people liberal and democrat call obama divisive claim he didn't live up to blah 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 all these high expectations they had of the first black president and only him and nobody else and never again until and never we again. get another brown person lower expectations for trump lower expectations for the Clintons, lower expectations for bush only barack obama is supposed to live up to the shit that he didn't even promise he gotta live up to and yet some the fuck how he's the one that gets called divisive and all the shit he did to try to unify this fucking country this thankless ass piece of shit racist country (sighs) all the shit he tried to do to bring people to see common ground with each other and he got shitted on for it motherfuckers are in the street fist fighting over donald trump's hollywood walk of fame star and yet i don't see the same energy in calling this dude divisive like that jake tapper is mad obama was at a concert and danced to jay-z and beyonce as if this nigga owes you any more of his life as if every other president president hasn't left fucking office and went to live a regular fucking rich ass private life like all the other rich ass private life presidents as if nigga you thankless ass piece of shit he a better man than me because him and michelle are still out here doing shit still trying still but, attempting. but god forbid you get caught eating a sandwich because what the fuck are you doing eating a sandwich when donald trump is running the government well nigga i told you not to vote for him right i told you to go vote for hillary clinton if you want to continue my legacy and push this country progressively you decided it wasn't that important your networks decided to cover donald trump rallies uninterrupted but you see me dancing for two seconds on fucking 
uh, instagram Twitter, right and you lose your shit are you serious yeah they, they will blame anything on a nigga anything they much better people than me because how I, about blame your white fellow people who voted for this shit blame the white people that run the government blame the republicans that fucking collaborated with russia to make sure this kind of shit happens that didn't mind the collusion that put an inept fucking uh corrupt person in charge of the country that is blatantly inept and corrupt like blame them don't before you even get back to obama do that first but you still busy calling obama divisive that's so wild they are fighting over the symbolic use of this dude's star on the walk of fame that's how unpopular and slash popular with some sections of the country this nigga is they are fighting in the streets but obama was divisive because he couldn't because y'all didn't want to hear him say that trayvon martin could look like a son of his if he would have had a son yeah that divided the country him saying that the police shouldn't have arrested skip gates for quote unquote breaking into his own house that divided the country that that divided the country you got to be out your goddamn mind boy i tell you yeah y'all better people than me because i better told y'all to kiss my ass and moved out of the country yeah all right let's get to some nice white people news okay Mm -hmm. um stolen crown jewels the swedish crown jewels are stolen some of sweden's crown jewels have been stolen from a cathedral it's like the plot to oceans eight i'm about to say what happened and hathaway was distracting us by being woke on instagram but she was really stealing them jewels come on she's talking about black lives matter while she's stealing them jewels yeah this is a police report is i don't know was this breaking news police are chasing the thieves in motorboats after the priceless items were taken from stragnas uh stragnas cathedral in south southeastern sweden this afternoon who more- stole this hunt i'm gonna guess in megan markle's white half of her family okay i'm about to say it's like some shit they would you, do you got ethan hunt out here in the mission impossible we follow him in boats and shit <laughs> right uh yeah i don't know in my mind um it's clearly um uh megan markle's white side of family because you just can't let them get close to nothing because they're a bunch of thieves and um <laughs> and, and and just ne'er-do-wells malcontents etc so uh you know in my mind i'm like yeah just keep them as far away from megan but they probably was like oh no we just here to visit uh the duchess um y'all ain't heard of us we the markles and then Mm-mm. they walked in and stole a lot of juries and chopped in boats right so that's my that's my belief they're not too smart they've been wrecked them yeah <laughs> that's true that's true they've been called a paparazzi we stole the jewels <laughs> um but yeah um two uh two royal crowns one belonging to king carl the ninth and the other the queen queen christina with a k were taken as well as a royal orb and my thing is what the fuck are you gonna do who are you gonna sell these to uh the what the uh the jewels yes nobody 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 is going to want that well um you know i was thinking about it i mean they could cut the jewels down and then um sell them to um um sell them individually okay because i was about to say you would be a fool and even then i'll be scared mm-hmm. who knows they might have microchips there who knows what they got in them jewels they're gonna find them jewels mm-hmm. i'm just saying 
Mm-mm. don't do it black market they're gonna have y'all asses in jail the boat chase does make me feel like tom cruise could have been involved though come on i'm trying to tell you he's gonna yeah. pull his face off yes my jam don't know none of the words the whole time I was getting them jewels yes he had an impossible choice to make Karen yeah he did he had to he, it was this or leave his team behind what was he supposed to do he know what he was supposed to do because that's the job <laughs> <laughs> love that damn movie impossible <laughs> white man to the fullest but <laughs> that's the job come on that's a good angela bassett uh carl nine was the king of sweden from 1604 until his death in 1611 damn he had a short run <laughs> the two crowns <laughs> real short seven what happened they're getting a war seven years the two crowns uh the burial crowns from 1611 but were later exhumed and put on display oh that's some bullshit imagine you bury me in my crown and you break over my shit and put it on in the museum both crowns are made of gold and inset with pearls and other precious stones christopher lundgren dean of the cathedral said this is part of national cultural heritage this is the theft from swedish society i mean and my thing was because the jewels is so old mm-hmm. like wouldn't they crumble or fall apart or no i don't think so okay i don't think that's how that works at all can oh you? i don't know why i was like with well, a shit so old <laughs> i mean i wonder when they got them out they probably exhumed them like uh, okay yeah a long time yeah, ago I'm probably, yeah they probably take real good care of them yeah probably okay. gave it like three days it was like man go get them gold crowns i can't believe i was gonna give my shit away right that's mine now the cathedral was over to the public when the jewels were stolen from locked up glass boxes oh shit police spokesman that like an inside job mm-hmm. police spokesman thomas agnevek uh last night said there would have been no arrest and that it's it's one zero to them right now to them is it a game <laughs> does he expect there to be more what's the I, final score i, I don't know y'all losing right now y'all y'all need to at least get 50 percent. he talking like it's a fucking sports competition it's soccer well you know we go to their home next and uh, we just hope we can get a win on the road i know we, we're waiting for the second half of the game yeah we lost a uh, home field advantage <laughs> but i feel like we're uh gonna be very strong we're gonna regroup yeah we're gonna look be, at their strategies i know we're gonna be better in the playoffs yeah i mean you know we just ah! you hate to lose the momentum like this going into a series but like we said it's not really the series hasn't really started till one team loses on the road so uh we'll, <laughs> we'll get them next week he added i have talked to someone at the country administrative board that says it's not possible to put an economic value on them these are invaluable objects of national interest we are looking for a small and open motorboat we have some different information about how exactly the boat look we are now examining all the tips we receive he added by boat you can reach the malarin coping or a Arab- rob in the west or the vasteras Eskil- Eskilstuna or stockholm if you drive east our witnesses tom roswell oh i witnessed tom roswell who was getting married at the cathedral this weekend described the incident he said one of my friends saw two people running i saw the boat just there a white little boat with a motor on the back the two men hurriedly jumped on board we contacted the police and told them they told us 
and they told us that they had taken something from the cathedral i knew immediately they were burglars because of the way they were behaving the girl said it was odd in this small quiet town but the fact that the boat was waiting it was obvious to me that they were burglars Mm. i think it's awful it's despicable that people would steal from a whole holy building and take something of historic and monetary value i hope the police succeed in finding them police nobody was hurt during the raid it is not the first time the swedish royal jewels have been stolen oh shit 2012 a 19 year old man admittedly stole admitted to stealing a 102 pound a 102,000 pound pound is in the uh the monetary measurement okay worth of jewelry from princess christina's apartment near the royal palace he allegedly sold most of the jewels to two drug dealers and also reportedly threw a tiara off a bridge in stockholm god damn imagine who found who found that tiara Uh, a mermaid probably but i'm just saying you just gonna throw that shit away like that's money wow y'all need they need to step their security up Mm -hmm. uh jenneth paltrow wait gwyneth paltrow uh said she regrets not having a third child i really wanted another one she's opened up about motherhood and how she wished she had a third child the actress and goop ceo is featured in an in-depth new profile in the new york times she gets candid about her life and her regret over not having a child paltrow shares 14 year old apple and 12 year old son moses with ex-husband chris martin but admitted to journalist taffy brodesser Ackner that she wished she'd given uh giving thought to another sibling giving them another sibling all i'm saying is it's not nothing she said having a third i really wanted another one elsewhere in the interview paltrow admits that she struggled with criticism that came of her split with mountain the two famously announced that they were consciously uncoupling in mm-hmm. Mar- march 2014 a turn that quickly earned ire from people around the world the way it handled they handled divorce i was really saying we're in a lot of pain we failed at this we're going to try to do it a different way but i was it was i was so raw that i didn't anticipate i think that this is an instance where it really hit me that an in in so sense with language for me is different than from somebody else i don't even know what that means that's smart whatever that insolence in so sense that sound like some french <laughs> you saw it oh okay <laughs> so, uh, a letter of the root word from latin yeah i'm looking it up right now because i need to know what that means uh, you know you know Cause I, I know, know. I, don't, I don't know what it means mm-hmm. i mean unless it's a typo it so said sound like a sauce <laughs> oh man look at that croissant man put some of that incense on on this joint boy that uh, shit is good insouciance is how it's pronounced insouciance casual lack of concern or indifference so she basically said a lack of concern from her is different from than from somebody else all right mm. but miscommunication still drew backlash and paltrow recalled seeing a tabloid magazine name her the most hated celebrity i remember being like really more than chris brown me oh she had to throw that swerve in there me really wow i don't yep. I, I agree she like i'm not out here doing the bullshit he doing word yeah but i it's might like, i might be scamming uh white women out their money with this goop shit but i ain't doing that but it's like the most beautiful woman in the world thing like right when she got a mo- uh when she got um selected uh it was almost the same week that i was people's most beautiful woman for a minute i was like wait i don't understand am i hated to the bone of my the world's most beautiful first of all you can be beautiful and still hate it second of all why you ain't think the same thing really more than rihanna like <laughs> it's funny how that works come huh? on paltrow has since moved on with producer brad falchuk and announced the two are engaged after four years dating january 2018 
good for those kids mm-hmm. uh let's see who else is in the news um um Mila Kuna says it's fucked up what i did to ex macaulay culkin and talks about ashton's divorce extra extra Mila Kunis has spoken about how she fucked up her relationship with Macaulay Culkin, who you guys ain't know from Home Alone, mm-hmm. and given details on her husband, Austin Kusher's divorce. The 34-year-old actress spilled the beans about her private life on Monday's Revealing Expert of Armchair Expert podcast. This podcast just falling all over themselves. Mm-hmm. She began by admitting her furious mom uh, and said, shut the fuck up in Russian when she found out her daughter was dating that 70s show co-star Kutcher in a candid interview with host dax shepherd the jupiter ascending starlet revealed the circumstances under which she dropped the bombshell on her mother elvira is that that bad movie we saw what bad movie jupiter ascending i don't think about something else. oh that yes that movie was terrible okay i'm about to Channing play tatum was in it yeah it was bad god that movie was so fucking bad and boring oh so boring okay i about to say i knew i heard that name before i was rooting for them too and i love the wachowski siblings and that shit was trash sorry um we'll always have uh my my show on netflix though um anyway um um the family guy voice actress is incredibly honest about a breakup with macaulay and hinted that she was mostly to blame had a horrible breakup i had a horrible horrible breakup she said about the home alone actor i fucked up i was an asshole in my 20s i'll be the first to admit the actress admitted to the relationship mm. i guess she left him home alone um uh however the actress didn't elaborate on exactly how she wronged the uncle buck child star (laughs) really now the bad mom star is able to look back at on her 20s and forgive herself for behavior as she says she's grown up a lot since then as long as you can forgive yourself man you know she added you know it's been so long like i just i feel like enough time has gone by i think enough mutual friends have been like everybody kind of forgave everybody for what went down at 35 i could look back and be like i was 20 yeah i like this she's like i don't talk to that nigga but mutual friends it seemed like he let it go and that's good and it came to interview with host dax shepherd the jupiter ascending starlet later revealed the circumstances under which she dropped the bombshell she was dating ashton to her mother we were driving up to laurel canyon and i was like mom i have to tell you i'm dating somebody she was like oh tell me who are you dating and you i said you got to brace yourself for this one i'm dating ashton kusher she was literally like shut the fuck up in russian the black swan actress suspected that the bad publicity surrounding kusher's divorce from demi moore might have had an impact on her mom's reaction he was coming off a divorce he was post 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 way post divorce but i think there was a lot of misconceptions about the divorce before adding we were crazy neurotic and keep about keeping it a secret maybe to to a massive fault where we alienated so many friends i'm sure coolness and kutcher uh 40 began dating in april 2012 following his november 2011 split from his his wife of six years demi moore the couple married in 2015 and shared two children together daughter wyatt three and 19 month old son dimitri i didn't know him and demi had kids Mm-mm. Well, good for them i thought them was bruce willis kids i wonder if he was at the roast of bruce willis i think they just did that on comedy central oh i don't know i know demi moore supposedly showed up did martha stewart do a good little roast they were saying um 
she was at the bruce willis roast she was at one of them roast i can see it you know she be hanging in them circles now fucking with snoop and shit come on you know he'll get her to the comedy world and out of that fucking thug like she's been living come on you know she gangster that's the whole reason she probably messed with him you know to get away from her crime a life of crime she's been leading and to that glom onto that american treasure snoop dog america's sweetheart mm-hmm. reformed and saved snoop dog who uh who needs the met gala met i mean who needs the met ball when the perfect heist has been right before our very eyes all this time oh shit what happened some women stole seventeen thousand dollars worth of leggings from lululemon good god all 10 pair pants (laughs) them shits expensive them shits is high they got away with three pairs of leggings yeah two shirts <laughs> that's all the fuck they got away with it's <laughs> and some shit if you're bigger than a size eight your ass can't fit in it no way Brown says the women were calm they didn't speak they didn't fight they walked to the back of the store scooped up as many leggings as they could fit into their bags and they walked out we were all in the days the manager was just trying to keep everything calm saying it's okay it's okay the leggings are among the most expensive item in the store averaging about a hundred dollars each the thieves stole 148 pairs and police believe they could be responsible for more here's my thing i feel like this crime and the swedish uh royal jews crime is kind of the same mm-hmm. i feel like these perpetrators are just white women white, white on people, white crime and they were the, the security was too busy following a random black person and a white person just walked in and walked out with all the money <laughs> just like all, all right. the shit because they know they're not being followed yeah they say they don't they didn't even confront them or try to fight them or chase them mm. out the store they just mm. called the police and let them leave correct mm-hmm Mm-mm-mm. they'll never see them shits again in other white people news mayonnaise is the most controversial ice cream flavor Ew. yep that's pretty white that's uh about as white as it gets uh mayonnaise ice cream would you try it Mm-mm. the ice fall kirk ice cream shop is no stranger stranger to weird flavors on the website right now monster energy is the flavor that pops up on their desserts page monster energy kind you gonna fucking get a get a brain freeze and a and a sugar high at the same time what's up you got a up in the colder you gonna bite into that shit and fight off a hangover come on yeah i took a bite and now i'm doing crossfit <laughs> right and <laughs> and my head hurts i do extreme my nose started bleeding then i started doing extreme sports i couldn't help myself i know and my top of my nose is frozen <laughs> the scottish shop previously garnered attention with the ice cream made of strong bow dark fruit hard cider but last week the brand went beyond the, un- the unusual to the realm of controversy when they announced a new hellman's real mayonnaise ice cream who knows a mayo addict ice quill well, i know somebody that doesn't know a mayo addict that uh that old tamara maori her husband would probably kill her if she came home with this shit honey i got mayo ice cream why the fuck would you think because i'm a white man huh is that what it means i'm sick of this come in here with your black privilege i know it'll be a fight in the house (laughs) you better not tell them people on instagram either Uh, (laughs) who knows you who knows a mayo addict ice quilt on their instagram page alongside a photo of a polarizer product for the record i would say that um i think 
Tamara Mowry's husband is a goddamn lie. I think he does protest too much and he loves him some mayonnaise. Come on. He eat it when she's not around. You know he does. You know how some men hide porn? He hide mayonnaise in the house. Yeah. You gotta wait for her to leave with the kids and shit. Then he'd be like, all right, she's gone. I got the house to myself. Extra mayo. Oh, I'm gonna put a scoop of this. Made me some tuna fish. He, <laughs> extra mayo. He, 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 he eat his mayo with an ice cream scoop. And plop it out on the sandwich. Oh God! Oh, I've been waiting for this all day. On this good sourdough bread. Oh Jesus! This good ciabatta. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, as often happens these days, the product took social media by storm, bringing ice glo- ice global attention. Not bad for a small business from Falkirk, Scotland. The shop wrote on Facebook, "Not bad that is, as long as you don't mind the association with the potential stigma of serving mayonnaise ice cream." reactions range from the unhappy scotland y'all can keep it that's <laughs> do they even need to tell us that these are black people i'm about to say black <laughs> we already know who these people are <laughs> my reaction is angry sad and disappointed yeah because there they are there are a lot of black people that like mayo but they like no then you know a, a lot of black people go i like miracle whip but still no it probably makes the ice cream super creamy and light instead of tasting like mayonnaise another user wrote i have a chocolate cake recipe with mayo in it and it makes the cake super moist and brings out the chocolate flavor with the ou so you know i don't trust that motherfucker at all mm, mm. <laughs> mm, mm, i'm not eating people. your dessert if you spell flavor with an ou people bit into that shit that was like ooh, this tastes a little different what is this again i know i want to put this ice cream on a sandwich maybe can i have some ham yeah what's happening here i want i want ketchup and mustard for some what did you put in this put some cheddar cheese on this on this ice cream right for the record that's what one instagram user suggested and was the case i thought it was hashtag just wrong on so many, so many levels but then i tried it someone commented on isis post it's actually really nice creamy and rich what was their race <clears throat> guess the race still that sort of level-headed response hasn't slowed the mania heck today even miracle whip tried to piggyback off of all the attention with mayonnaise flavor ice cream was received mayo ice cream three exclamation points ridiculous the brand posted on twitter miracle whip ice cream though <laughs> um still while mayo might be one of the more debate worthy ice cream flavors out there it's not the most bizarre they've come across flavors such as cheddar cheese ice cream flaming hot cheetos ice cream carolina reaper paper pepper ice cream also produced in scotland in case you want to start passing judging on the entire country and taylor ham ice cream suddenly the thought of trash trash all this is trash white people stop experimenting with things okay Came so up. what what I'm I'm getting hot and cold at the same time, Cheetos ice cream. What's happening here? Flaming hot Cheetos ice cream. You know that that uh we covered on White People News that the doctor for George W. Bush or George H. Bush, I guess, uh mm-hmm. got killed riding his bike. Yes. They now have a suspect. They named a suspect. And they think it was um uh, the vengeful son of a woman who died. Oh the doctor's operating table 20 years ago holy shit yeah for the few he kept that same energy didn't he for the few people that uh, listened to our review of the killing of a sacred deer uh me and justin did uh for spoiled movie reviews uh this is a, uh, this is like the plot of that movie to some extent like that's wild dr mike 
hawks net uh 65 was shot dead as he rode his bike in texas on july 20th he was gunned down by another cyclist who until wednesday remained unidentified now police in houston say the they uh say the man is joseph james Pappas. they have issued an arrest warrant which blames him for the hawksnecks murder and are actively looking for him police believe him to be suicidal and armed with multiple weapons there was a lot of planning that went into this there was a lot of planning and sadly some skill the houston police chief our Cervato, he's like i had to give him credit i mean shit i mean he didn't miss he pulled up rocket by baby i mean it was like something out of new jack city <laughs> right he said papa's is suicidal armed and dangerous police went to his home on tuesday night but he was not there they're now desperate to find him we need to find this guy this man is dangerous this man is capable this man has some skills we know that 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 had a lot had firearms more than once oh he had a lot okay it's not clear how they can't identify him as a suspect so uh all right let's get into sword ratchetness and get out of here A woman uh, allegedly threatens her husband with a katana sword. Oh, shit. A West Plains woman has been charged with felony unlawful use of a weapon after reportedly making a stabbing motion with a sword about three inches from the chest of her husband with whom she was having a verbal altercation. Christina Marie Silcox Silcox, uh, was arrested around 11.30 p.m. July 22nd. Uh, She was detained and then released on fifteen thousand dollars bond where is who finds the money in those situations like is my your husband i gotta go up there with fifteen hundred dollars after you just fucking tried to kill me i don't think so duh officer jacob russo reported he responded to july 22nd at home on lantern road the scene of the altercation the alleged victim said silcox started yelling at him while she was holding an unsheathed katana a few inches from him he said she made a stabbing motion with the sword silcox also reportedly told the victim that she was sick of him meddling with her life and he feared she was going to cause him physical harm i mean i feel like husbands and wives should meddle wow. in each other's lives if possible i feel like that's allowable but maybe i'm tripping right um all right guys that's it thank you guys for listening we'll be back uh thursday is when we're doing ballsy sports so that's tomorrow morning and friday should be the nerd off friday afternoon um for all you nerds so uh we'll see uh until then i love you i love you too